got in your car to go to work you went the same way you always do there was a car in the ditch there was a backup you saw a light come out of the sky a light beam beamed your car into the air dropped you in a big hole you careened down through what seemed like the shadows of space and time all of a sudden, you landed very softly, and the garage door opened up in front of you. You drove in past some palm trees and into the sausage hut. <laughs> Why? I don't know. Yeah. So you're in the sausage hut again. There is a leather couch. There is a widescreen television. There is high-speed internet. Internet. There is... Who is that? That's your Puerto Rican aunt <laughs> on an exercise bike, riding as fast as she can to power the generator to keep the lights on in this mug. And I'm Johnny Kilbasa coming back at you one more time. Why? I don't know why. All I need in life is a cold beer, a jar of mayonnaise, and a good view of your mama's big ass. <laughs> That's all I need. I mean, what more is there? Days are long when you got to work all day. Working sucks. Tailgating bastards on the highway suck. Like, oh, there's 1,400 cars in front of me, and you're going to ride my ass so you, until you can get around me and go ride the ass of the car in front of you until you get to work. Everywhere you go, all you do is tailgate the person in front of you every day, and you don't even realize it because you're that out of touch with the world around you. All you see is one bumper after another, and you're not getting to work and you're not getting home any faster than you would if you'd have given the car in front of you just a little bit of room. And don't. And when you get to work, you do not need to hold the door for me if I'm 20 feet away, if I'm 15 feet away. I don't want to have to take one extra step to hold the door. I don't this whole this whole politics of holding the door. For somebody, it just irritates the crap out of me. You're not doing me any favors. I've been, I've been opening doors since I could walk. Okay, been opening doors since my parents locked me in my bedroom in the morning so I wouldn't get up early and go bother them. As soon as I t tall enough to turn that handle, I was turning that handle. I'm okay with it. I can turn. I can open it up and I can walk through. You don't need to stop and hold the door like you're doing me a favor, like you're buying me lunch. And if you're in front of me, walk through the damn door. You, you don't have to open the door and hold it for me. I'm not your girlfriend. I'm not your boyfriend. I'm not your grandma. I mean, ugh, especially people, you know, people in sales, they're chronic door holders. Oh, let me hold the door for everybody. Like, oh, yeah, I, I need a sale here. I'm, I'm doing you a favor. 
I, you know, sales guys, they won't refuse, absolutely refuse to walk through a door first. They'll sit there all day and hold the door for people. Like it's like it counts for something. Oh, you know, it like, you know, it would be better if you wash my car. How about you wash my car? That would be doing something instead of holding the damn door so I can walk through it. Now, if you're on a date and you want to hold the door because you're trying to get laid, that's one thing. But you don't need to hold the door every, at work, especially if you're walking through the same door 400 times, just like everybody else, because you have to have your stupid ID cards because the doors are locked. Like someone wants to get in there and steal the stupid crap that you have on your stupid-ass work computer. Ugh. It's like you can't go anywhere without an ID badge and a stupid little beep thing to get in, into a door. I'm going to put that stuff in the sausage hut. You can't go to the bathroom unless you've got uh, pass. You, unless you got a pass on your pot. I'm going to do that for El Chapo, <laughs> who is still passed out in a hammock in the backyard. I don't know. I don't know what he does during the day, but uh, it usually involves a lot of empty beer cans and uh, half-smoked cigarettes. So, But, you know, the man's a genius. What can you do? I'll tell you what I can do. Head into this diner over here and see what's happening. So much better when there's a little sound bed underneath, isn't it? I feel just so empty and naked when I'm sitting here talking by myself. So I'm just going to sit down and have my three egg, three egg, uh, four link, five patty, four pancake, farmer boy, lumberjack ass breakfast here. Maybe get some coffee. There we go. Hey, ladies, how you doing? Morning. What was I going to talk about today? Besides, well, I was going to bitch about holding the door because it just irritates the crap out of me. I was like, oh, oh, thank you. And I'll tell you what, it's okay to hold the door if someone's right behind you. That's fine. You know, okay, hey, I'm going through the door. What you should do is walk, if you're going through the door and someone's behind you, Open the door and hold the door for them if they're within three steps. If they're more than three steps from that door, just let it go. They can open the damn door. You know what I'm saying? It's like if you're if you're right if you're right behind somebody, and then you know, and don't stop and open the door, especially if you're a man. I mean, even if you're a woman, I don't care. You know, gender roles aside, whatever. Don't hold the damn door for me. I'm perfectly capable of walking through. What? You don't think that I'm capable enough to open this door and walk through it? Is that is that what we're working at here? You have to you have to step down to my level and help poor little me through this door. I think she made her position clear when she saw it walking. Ugh. Can't stand it. And I can't stand cheap office coffee either, even though it's free. And, you know, it's funny, the other thing about office coffee, everybody, everybody gets office coffee, right? They'll, they'll willingly give you free stimulants, but they can't give you beer. <laughs> like, people have just as much problem with caffeine as they do with alcohol. Why not give them alcohol after lunch, you know, get them going in the morning and bring them down in the afternoon. I don't know. Office coffee. I have to water it down, you know. Most of it's <coughs> And if you have if you have if you have a real um if you have a real coffee at your office, chances are you're in a small office. If you're drinking Starbucks, you're in a small office. 
And uh, if you if you if you're drinking real coffee and you're in a big office, then good for you. Things are things are going good for you. But you know what? When that next management regime comes through here, you know what the first thing they're doing? They're getting rid of that Quarik machine. So much for your uh, choosing whatever you want. So much for that eight different kinds of coffee that you can single-handedly swoop in and and get whenever you want to. Maybe afternoon decaf. Maybe a hot chocolate. Maybe a tea. Maybe something like that. As soon as that you have that bad quarter and the uh, CFO finds out about the coffee, when he finally decides to walk over to the other side of the office where the real people work, they're taking that away for sure. You're going to go right back to the bag after bag of El Cheapo Cafeteria. And you're going to have to open up the, the envelopes and put it in the filter just like you used to. And then you're going to get that rot gut coffee that Juan Valdez is turning in his grave over because it's the worst coffee you can get. To. How does it I don't know what goes into making good coffee. You know, I mean, what separates a good bean from a b- bad bean or is it not a is it a good is not a bean at all? Is it the roasting, you know, is it how pretentious you are? Is it the length of your beard? Is it, you know, hipster coffee, any artisan coffee? Oh, it has to be French press or it's not any good. Uh, I can't drink drip coffee. It's so bad, you know. I have to go to Starbucks and get... Like, you really have to take time out of your day to go to Starbucks for coffee if you're getting free office coffee every day? I mean, Starbucks every day? Are you kidding me? I bet you, I bet you spend a lot of time on the can if you're drinking coffee, Starbucks every day. Oh, I have to have it. I just can't drink anything else. I can't drink Maxwell House. Why can't you drink Maxwell House? It's the best coffee in America. Ew, it's just not. I just can't do it. I just can't do it anymore. I don't know. I don't know how you even drink that stuff. <sighs> you don't even need coffee anyway. Try. You know what I want to do is switch out um, and put decaf in everybody's coffee for a week. See what happens. You know what would happen? Nothing, because they wouldn't know. I guarantee it. The uh, the placebo effect is strong with coffee. I know it. I know it. <sighs> kind of rough around the edges today here in the Sausage Hut. Sorry about that. The weeks is just not going by as fast as it should. But you know what? You know what? I got time for a football minute. Even though Aaron was on Jew vacation this week. Whatever. Let's see if we can't squeeze in a football minute. Whether I'm on Monday night doing it or not. I'm going to be writing a football minute. And even though it's almost time for more football, I'm going to do last week's football minute because I'm sure you need to know exactly what happened. Here, in the Sausage Hut. National television. I'm wearing a gold jacket because I'm old school. Let's get it on with the audio, courtesy of 10-yard fight. Here we go.
week four, week five, or week six, depending on who you follow. Sean McDonough told America that a muff counts as a fumble on the stat sheet. I've got Butterfingers. Your Georgia Blue Dogs blew, blew a 10-point lead in the fourth quarter to lose to the Orange Mountain Rocky Tops. There's always next year, Athens. Meanwhile, your Georgia Tech's rambling engineers caught a case of fumbleitis and lost to former Georgia Tech Mark Rick. He's 14-0 in Atlanta. He's more undefeated than two chili cheese slaw dogs from the varsity. <laughs> your Southside Dirty Birds went thermonuclear against the NFC champs this week. Matty Ice passed for a quarter ton. Julio Jones rolled 10 frames of perfection. The Pittsburgh Yinzers turned last week's 31-point loss into a 29-point victory. Manic depression is a frustrating mess. The Buckeyes of uh, the Ohio State University made Italian subs out of the Rutgers Salami Slicers. O-H-I-O. The Indiana Mellencamp shocked Sparty with an overtime win to bring home the old brass platoon for the first time since 2006. Roll Tide made Blue Moons and Kentucky stop shine, and Nick Tater and Kiffin are the most feared heel tag team since the Brothers of Destruction. And overnight down under at the Melbourne Cricket Bound, the, the Footscray Football Club, better known as the Western Bulldogs, upset the Sydney Swans and the Australian Rules Football Grand Final. The Dogs won the first AFL flag in 62 years. They were the Cleveland Browns of footy. Sorry about that. That was a little rough. A little rough around the edges, but I got through it. And I'm just going to leave it there. I'm just going to leave that there where it sat. Speaking of footy, 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 tooty, Australian rules football. I've talked about it before. I like it. And you should like it too, but you can't like it until next spring because it's not on anymore because the season's over with because they had their Super Bowl. I mean, grand final, and it's pretty sweet. So what I did is I went, I went all AFL football, AFL, all Australian rules football all day on uh, what day was that? Was that Friday night? Yeah, it was Friday night. So it was uh, they did it on Saturday afternoon. And, uh, you know, they're on the other side of the world, so they're like three hours ahead, so I had to plan accordingly. And um, it was the Western Bulldogs, who are officially known as the Footscray Football Club, who are, yeah, like I said, they're, they were chumps. They hadn't won anything in 62 years, and they were a young team. Nobody expected anything out of them, and they managed to get through the playoffs and into the grand final, and they played the powerhouse New England Patriots of football. That's the Sydney Swans, and they had everybody's favorite superstar, Lance Buddy Franklin, who is covered with tattoos and likes kicking left-footed from a long way away, and it was fun. So I actually had to get, ugh, I hate dish, by the way. I had to buy an extra channel. like So Fox Sports 2 would show uh, two or three games a week all season, and then they didn't show the, the grand final. They had to put it on Fox Soccer Plus. So I bought, I'm like, oh, I want to watch it. Screw it. I'm getting Fox Soccer Plus. And what do I have to do? And like, I just want it for one day. Or actually, I want it for about four hours. But I just I went online and I signed up for Fox Soccer Plus. Fifteen dollars for one chance for Fox Soccer Plus. And I fifteen bucks. That's more than HBO. And there's not even nudity in it. And the sticker, which oh, this is like stick a fork in my eye. It was an SD. It wasn't even in HD. I had to pay fifteen dollars. For a channel that's not even HD. That is ridiculous. They're just anybody who wants to see whatever. There's only, you know, 
anybody, any Europeans or Australians or Asians who know probably know what I'm talking about because to see certain games, they just rake you over the coals. They know that you have no other way to watch it. And you just, oh, oh, you want to watch this? How about $15 for standard definition? Uh, I was hoping, you know what? I probably would have, I would have happily paid 35 on pay-per-view for the same thing and not been mad about it, but I'm pissed off because I had to pay $15 for Fox Sports 2, and I better remember not to renew that piece of crap, Fox Sports Plus. Did I say Fox Sports News? Fox Sports Plus. Anyway, so they have this. They have their Super Bowl at the same place every year, I believe. The Melbourne Cricket Ground. So if you haven't watched Australian's football, look some up. Look something up on the internet because it's really it's fun to watch. It's wide open. The, the, the they play on a huge field. But I only. What do you mean? Is it like football? I if it ain't football, man, I I ain't gonna watch it. I like soccer. You like soccer? like soccer, football, Australian. What do you mean Australian? They wear pads. That rugby. No, it's not like rugby, and it's not like soccer, and it's not like football. So there you go. You got dudes running around. They kick the ball. They catch it. They get a free kick. They got to kick field goals, basically. But they kick it from, like, running, running full speed, and they'll kick it from 45 yards out. These guys need to come over and kick for NFL teams because they can just run around and kick the ball from 45 yards out. I mean, if you lined everybody up and gave them a clean shot at a football, they should be able to kick it from 70 yards. I'm, I'm, not, I'm not messing around. Why don't they do it? You know, they should they should once they kind of like these European soccer players are coming over and playing in MLS in their latter years. They should have Australian rules football guys come over and kick field goals for a couple years. It it help uh, it helped the game. It helped NFL football in Australia. Tell you that much. I'll tell you that much right now. So the, uh, the the Melbourne, so they play, you know, around, I don't know, it's it's scattered around Australia. I think Melbourne has like five or six teams and Sydney might have a couple. And then there's like a couple scattered around and a couple on the on the West Coast. It, Australia is crazy. And, and what about, what's going on on the Western Coast of Australia? It seems just like you got a whole lot of nothing and then the West Coast and there's like cities over there. And there's, like, there's a whole lot, not, like there's nothing going on in the middle of Australia. Kind of like the middle of America. <laughs> uh, wait a second. Where am I at? Huh. Anyway, at least I'm not in a, eating a hurricane right now. Well, I hope you're not eating a hurricane either. And I hope it doesn't turn into Katrina. But every you know, every year Florida's like just sitting out there waiting, waiting for waiting for it to come. But uh maybe hopefully by the time you listen to this, it'll have turned out to see and every everybody'll be fine. And the Michael will have eaten the Sargasso Sea, as it were. Do you know where the Sargasso Sea is? Look it up on a map, you'll be surprised. Because no one calls it the Sargasso Sea. It's like calling Claremont Road the Pete Wheeler Highway. <laughs> Whenever I give anybody directions that involve Claremont Road, I always call it, get on the old Pete Wheeler Highway. And they're like, what is the Pete Wheeler Highway? Look it up. Look that one up too. Decaterans, where it's greaterans. Who is Pete Wheeler? I don't know. But he was a great man. And he loved going up and down Claremont Road. 
because it'll get you from right smack dab in the middle of Decatur all the way to the Waffle House uh, at 85. <laughs> Everywhere in between. Wait. Yeah. No. Yeah. Nailed that intro, by the way. So Australian rules football. So they can get a hundred grand in that. They get a hundred thousand people in this Melbourne cricket ground, and it, but it doesn't look like a, like it doesn't look anything like the big house or you know Ohio Stadium or Neyland Stadium or any other huge ass stadium that you get a hundred thousand people in because it's so much the the field's so much bigger. So it's not. You know, it doesn't go up very far, but it's just big and round. <laughs> round and big. So it's it's a big deal. And I, 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 I was listening to, uh, I got on the stream and started listening to some sports talk in uh, in Melbourne. You know, I was getting into the spirit of everything. And I had to stay up late because it didn't start till, till, the game didn't start till 1230 Eastern time. So... You know, I was bound and determined to stay up, and I, which I did. Um, which you know, you get to about ten thirty and get a couple of drinks in you. And it's like, oh man, I still got two and a half hours to go. Better have some Red Bull, so I did. Listening, got into the spirit of the thing. Listened to some, you know, there are people in the Melbourne talking about <sighs> stuff. I really, I mean, I'm not paying that much attention to it, but former AFL footy players and people talking about what they think is going to happen in the game and about all this stuff and his Lance buddy Franklin injured and what happened to him last year when he lost his mind. And they had people on the street. Now, hey, are you having fun? Yeah. You're right. I'm having fun. A lot of fun, eh? Having a crikey, crick, 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 Right. Can't wait for the bounce. Bounce to stat it off. I can't do an Australian accent. So they just get there. You know, they have introductions. And it's not, uh, don't get me wrong, it's not, they do their best. It's not Super Bowl Sunday in America. But it's it's grand final day in Australia. So, I mean, it's a big deal over there. And I, like, changed my Twitter town to Melbourne, Australia, so I could see the trends going on over there listen to some Melbourne talk and then it was finally time for the game and I had to get my magnifying glass out because it was on standard freaking definition <laughs> standard definition blows on a big tv by the way and I was messing with the I was like well maybe I'll try gray bar maybe I'll try partial zoom maybe I'll try zoom and nothing really worked because unfortunately the field's so big in Australian rules football you kind of shoot they kind of shoot it from farther away as you know whereas in in NFL football you're looking straight up their noses pretty much when they when they shoot the thing so you can see what's going on but they're running around so much and they're, it's just like hard to follow and standard it was kind of like watching it without glasses thanks dish thanks fox soccer plus and i'm surprised that um i was also surprised that the utter lack of the utter lack of coverage in america i mean i was couldn't even i was googling everything i couldn't even find out how to watch it like what the, 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 the even the official site of australian rules football didn't say hey how about buying it for 35 bucks it was like you could they could offer it oh you want to buy the whole season like this is like it's like the nfl um web page like 
is anybody paying attention to this website? Do you realize that it's grand final day and you probably could have made some money off Americans if you would have offered like a live stream of this? And you couldn't even tell. You couldn't even tell it was grand final day. I guess they don't have... Um, I wonder if... No, they probably don't have Australian rules fantasy. You probably could do it because they've got all sorts of weird stats that they keep, like disposals and max goals and number one you know it's it's weird it's fun though it was fun to watch it's a fun game i can i can get into it um it's wide open i mean there's all kinds of stuff it's it's very it's frantic it's a frantic game you know there's no there's some start there's some start and stops more so than soccer but much less than football american football which is you know the the start and stop the, the commercials are just, it's ridiculous. It's trying to watch a football game in le- in real time is just worthless. I, I don't even do it anymore. I, I pause it for at least a half hour so I can build up some equity and then just so I can fast forward through commercials. Because the commercials, I mean, every stoppage and play, oh, let's do some, it's really just commercials with some football scattered in there for good measure. What else did I want to bitch about? <sighs> I don't know, but I'm not bitching about Australian football. I liked it, and now it's over. You know, and I, I the, oh, and by the way, I DVR'd a couple. I, I was kind of behind. I DVR'd like four playoff games, so I had the four games leading up to the grand final that I watched Saturday or Friday e- afternoon evening. So it was just like all Australian rules football for six, seven, eight straight hours. It was a great crescendo to the season, and I'm good with it. And when it starts up in the spring, it'll be fun to watch again. But right now, I'm good with it. I don't need any more. Totally good. So we did a football ticker. We went into the diner. We're in the sausage hut. And oh, I got I the t-shirt. I got my t- t-shirts are in. Those of you who ordered the, sh- the shirts are on the way. They're in the mail. Well, I got yeah. Some of, most of them are. They they piecemealed the shipping to me. I don't understand. Probably because I complained that it took so long. I was like, listen, you know, it it shouldn't take sixteen days from the time I order it to the time you ship it. So that then I uh, the next thing you know, they start shipping them like a couple at a time. So. I don't have all the sizes in for this shipment yet, but I should have it by tomorrow. But some of you are getting yours soon. The t-shirts are awesome, by the way. I'm really happy with the design that I made myself. And I wish I could just print them out and make them myself. But I tried silk screening, and it just, it's, I'm not a silk screener. It just didn't work. It didn't work. But I work every day. And if I didn't have to work every stinking day, I'd make more podcasts. I'd make podcasts every day instead of going out and day gigging it. And on that, noty tote tote. I'm going to get out of here. Just going to leave this one as it is. Just going to drop it in the can and get it out there. You know, sometimes I sit down and I'm like, I'm going to record a podcast and you just stare at the microphone and go, I can't think of anything to say. Sometimes you just got to get up there and let it roll. And it helps to have 
a football minute in your back pocket. <laughs> so I'll be back on the radio tomorrow night. I know you've been missing me all day. And you can check me out on the Mark Aram Show. Local, Check your local listings. You can check me out on Twitter. Go to johnnykilbasa.com. You can see the lyric sheets from all my minutes. And you can download all the audio there. Or you can go to iTunes and subscribe there. And I guess you can try Google Play too. But check me out. Coming out your mama's back door. Ha, 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 ha.